Welcome to Timeline Scavengers, the podcast specifically designed to last forever. I'm Colin Parker, one of your hosts. And I'm James Anderson, your other host on this show. We're going through the MCU in historical order, scene by scene, until the end of time. Or until the end of one time leading into another time, in which case right. we will then continue it on. Because James, we're back yeah. in what if. Ooh, what if we were back in what if? Ooh, what if we were back in another timeline, baby? Oh, yeah. Uh, this is very exciting because we are in 1943 with uh -huh. Captain America, but now it's time to be in 1943 with a different captain. The, yeah. The, I'm really, I've been really excited for this since What If came out because when we did the Thor What If, mm -hmm. I feel like it was a lot more general and sort of broad about what was happening. Right. But since we're going through Captain America, the first Avenger, concurrently with going through this episode of What If. Yes. Like, I specifically have a thing that I want to talk about in a couple weeks uh -huh. that I'm like, oh, dude, this happened, which means that this didn't happen then, which means mm -hmm. that this is why that happened then. I'm like so stoked i, I, I do love it. stuff like that because a lot of the times like you know the, the whole thing about you know what if and like the divergent timelines in loki and stuff like that was about like big changes right yeah but the cool thing about that is that one big change is like the starting point it's right. not that like there's one big change and then every other event is the same frequently right. you then have multiple big changes and like i feel like that's the fun bit about that you know my my read tease for uh, uh five episodes from now yeah this happens before the change happens i think that i have found the causation of the change that leads to the alternate universe wait hang on hey, what sorry say this one more time so so okay cut, you, cut, cut I this thought, as you will so yeah. in this the the what if is she decides to stay in the room that's the that's the change that happens yeah. that I have a theory about something that happens in the car ride over or that doesn't happen in the car ride over based on what happens in when they're working out and Steve is doing PT. Mm -hmm. I'll just tell you now and then we can we can act as if later. Yeah. Cut all of that as you see fit. Yeah, I'll probably um, cut most of that. But like, yeah, yeah now that makes more sense because I wasn't sure what you meant. I was thinking that you were talking about. Let me just summarize or maybe hint or be very mysterious by saying. Um, what if allows for more, uh, plot stitching or, um, Morgan has taught me this word, um, that is used in the, in, uh, the Jewish religion, uh, called Midrash, which is like, make this plot work. What yeah. needs to happen to make this plot work? Um, and so what if allows for a lot more of like, we see this and we see that. Now, either that's a messed up, you know, someone messed up when they wrote, mm -hmm. or they're ignoring something that we're not ignoring, right. or and we just if go, we put in this, this, yeah, this, yeah. and this, then it works, and it. I love that. That's like my bread and butter with honey all over it. It's I've maybe this is not accurate, but I feel like what you're describing essentially is saying someone initially wrote down a formula on like the the whiteboard, right? Okay. Yeah. And then, you know, when no one got the right answer, they're like, all right, the answer is 16. Right. But then someone else was like, oh, I got 23. But then what they right. do is to to show instead of like to to fix their math, 
right? Yeah. Like of instead, like instead, they go back and change the formula, so that right. twenty three is now the correct answer. It's oh okay yeah using that yes, it's this thing that I love when it happens in science. Mm-hmm. I have this formula. Okay, when I put this in, I get forty five. Mm-hmm. But I have observed that it's actually 4.5. Therefore, I will create a new constant called the Anderson constant, which divides the answer mm. by 10. And so you take the, you know, the equation that I've derived, divide, you know, insert right. the Anderson constant and you get what we see. And then later, maybe we'll figure out, oh, the Anderson constant is actually gravity or whatever. But sometimes it's just like, you know, there's like Planck's constant, which is just like, I don't know, this number has to be there for the things to work out. But here it is. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Is like you filling in the gaps as opposed to being like, oh, someone messed up. Oh, that equation's wrong. Instead, we see this and we see that. So what has to be true in the middle to make it all work? I think the way that this works is... Is so you know in math and like chemistry and formulas uh-huh. and all this other stuff, there's frequently like symbols that 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 are in there, right? And some mm-hmm. of them are letters. Some of them yeah. are uh, like almost like well, they are like Greek, Greek letters. letters. Yeah. yeah, I think that our symbol is a, a is a clock. Mm-hmm. And like okay. maybe maybe sure. you don't write all the numbers on it. Maybe it's just a circle, and then it's just set to like three o'clock or something like that, right? And so the idea is that it's time is weird. I 100% agree. Our our operator mm-hmm. is the clock, and 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 it is it is pronounced time is weird. Absolutely, 100%. So uh, class today, we're going to be looking at if you've got 1.01 what ifs, uh, and you put a <laughs> and you put a time is weird here next to the captain coefficient. Uh, can you tell that I know fucking nothing about math? Um, I've been I've been wondering for. Let's call it two, three minutes. Why we were in this arena? In math. Why we? Why? Why did? Why did Colin say? Let me take you over to a part that. Well, it's I... because the problem is, James, <laughs> is that I usually use pop culture things and like things like you know Marvel, Star Wars. But the problem is you can't use the sentence. I oh, sorry, the word in the definition. You know what I mean? Sure. You can't use the sentence in the definition. What is wrong with me? You um, especially can't use the sentence in the definition. That's, okay. They, they really hate that. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's get into this episode, yeah. right? This is what if 1.01 starting at 2.15 and ending at 5.09. Um, we're getting into a bunch of stuff here. And uh, I don't know why I put 2.15. I was watching it tonight you, just now. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. But I was, because I, I have basically the entirety of it. Like I, I didn't want to, and, and you know, this is your episode. Feel free to to go through whatever you want. But mm-hmm. In my mind, I was like, I want to get to parts that aren't like, yeah, we know we've been talking about Captain America. Right. Or, and, or, and also I don't want to be like, and then here's this glimpse of 2011, which we see in the, in the frozen shield. Right. Yes. Yeah. Correct. I don't know why I put 215 when it was more like 225 ish or something. I don't know, but whatever you want to do, whatever you want to do. Give me one second. Actually, I'm actually going to real fast. Just pull up the very beginning of it real quick to see where I actually actively started because you have the dun, 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 right? 35 seconds of that. Then time, time, time. Yeah. Which (laughs) my, my guy, I know you have to lead us in because it's the first episode, but yeah. 
Whew. Time. Yeah. I love that the word time takes the longest time. Right. Time. 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 Space. <laughs> reality. Time. Um, Hold on. My microphone yeah. is well, just kind of messed oh. up. There's, there's a reverb here. Do you guys hear I... a feedback? Yeah. It's, weird. it's looping back. Uh, it's more than a linear path is what he says. Actually, I don't know if we've actually said any of this out loud in the other what if. We didn't. If you want, if you yeah, please let's, feel free. If let's you want go to. ahead. Yeah, yeah. So I've already said the first bit. It's a prism of endless possibility. And then you see the timelines literally splinter and you know shift. Um, we see a bunch of stuff that we'll see again in the future where a single mm-hmm. choice can branch out into infinite realities. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it's just a bunch of those things creating alternate worlds from the ones you know. We zoom forward into the abyss of space and the watcher's face as he tells you who he is. I am the watcher. I am your the guide of space through these vast the new face. realities. Exactly. Yeah, hey, yeah, it's kind of true. <laughs> I will say, you know, because we probably never will talk about this like opening sequence ever again. One of the coolest things I think they did with the opening sequence is how instead of showing the watcher, they do his outline with one yeah. universe which is then over top of another universe. Yeah. Which I think is one of the coolest like looking things that they did. Absolutely. To kind of have basically almost this like theory of like the universes almost take up the exact same space. Right. I guess that is technically what it is, right? Because it's always about yeah. like different frequencies and stuff like yeah. that. Finishing up the little intro there, he says, follow mm-hmm. me and ponder the question, what if? Right? Great little I- thing. Have, um, I, have we talked about how I don't like how he says what if? Is it because he goes, what if? What if? It's like, like, it is very dude, dreamy. Like, it's a, yeah, yeah. But anyway, also, man. he's a watcher, so he's it's like the infinite, like, he's like, ooh, exciting but, times. Ooh, and you know, I can justify to myself because it's not what if question mark. It's what if dot dot. It's what if ellipsis question mark. Right. So that if is the ellipsis. Is the ellipsis. I can just it's like, it. I yeah, just it's hate falling it. off into the yeah. possibility of the kind of like, you know, to bring up another podcast, you know, my brother, my brother made the kind of like the unless there's yeah. always a dot, 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 like mm-hmm. fill in the blank question mark. Right. Um, and right. that is what this is because every episode unless. is what if dot, dot, dot. And then after between the dot, dot, dot and the question mark, you get right. the concept. Right. Concept. I guess also technically it's not just the, Episodes. It's also the comic books. The comic books, yeah, exactly. Well. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. what if dot dot dot, Captain Carter were the first Avenger. So we have that you know that grand what if uh, mm-hmm. opening right, and like that's the thing that basically, because the thing is like there is music underneath it. Eventually, it kind of builds into the music, so that is the theme right. song. But the theme song always has this voiceover, right? Sure. Um, and then we, I'm gonna kind of blast through the beginning of the scene, because again, like there's nothing too fully new um they they basically talk about 1943 and like the war and how it is you know um ravaging europe and it's like it's expanding things like that the nazi army marches across europe leaving death and destruction is a line that we see as we actually see the red skull for some weird reason not as like johann schmidt which is a fascinating concept as well to me that like he's just he starts the movie or not the movie but you know i mean the 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 sequence like yeah. in his actual red skullness, um, and then we do see the beginning your of red Project skullness. Rebirth. His what? Your red skullness. Mm, your red skullness. Moret. How, how do you? Mar- your red. Mar- like, like the Mar- R apostrophe. You know. Moret. Moret skull. Moret skull. Moret skull. Tip of the hat. <laughs> um, and so then at 
The Project Rebirth. Um, <laughs> you see uh, Steve Rogers, once again, very frail and weirdly enough, somehow looking not stitched together uh, because it is uh-huh. just all one image. Cartoon. Um, yeah. Hey, cartoons that <laughs> make some of this stuff much easier. Um, and so you do see him getting, you know, put into this same device, right, that we've already seen him put into um, the, the Allied. Let me try this again. The Allied armies band together to create a new kind of soldier, which is a fun way to uh, abbreviate a bunch of stuff. And he does mm-hmm. tell you it's a super soldier at human. Nope. Humanity at humanity's darkest hour. A skinny kid from Brooklyn became Captain America. And there is actually honestly a really great likeness. I think um, it's not fully like one to one to Chris Evans, but it's yeah. pretty close. Um, yeah. and I do think they were specifically going for slightly different in this, right? Yeah. Because like everyone is always like every drawing of every character in this to me is always like one like feature or one factor away from what you've seen on the screen already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like that has to be Or in one case what you will see. Correct. Yes, correct, correct. Um so yeah, so there's that. So then after the turning of the tide of World War II is something that they talk about. They they do talk about 2012, but we're not there yet, so I won't even mm-hmm. mention it really. Mm-hmm. Um, we see uh, Earth once more. It says, but in another universe, a single choice created a whole new hero. And that's where our scene truly begins. Yes. Um, you know, they talk about, uh, sorry, what we end up seeing is Steve standing next to Peggy. He's getting ready to go into the procedure. Uh, all of this for, you know, for one, you know, big super soldier serum, right? And that, okay, let me try that again. That's not the exact line that he says, but he's saying all this for like one soldier, all of this for, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. And Peggy's talking about how Paris has fallen, London might be next. You know, there's, things are getting worse. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they do this and it works, it could be the end of the war. Um, then we see Erskine, who weirdly is like just super way less. Uh, he's probably the the furthest from his original because it's the like hair. It's, I think the it's the hair. hair. The beard. The beard is more Santa Clausy than it is. Yeah, but like then like you see way more scalp. Mm-hmm. Also, I feel like I don't know how to say this like tactfully, but I feel like his nose is way more prominent in this yeah. drawing. Well, I think um, the, the thing is we're all used to Stanley Tucci's scalp, and then I think I that when we see a cartoon, because like. Picture he Stanley also, Tucci with hair, like yeah, with a full head of hair. Yeah, yeah. But he also looks exhausted. That's another, yeah, you know, I for, hadn't thought about that. Sure. He actually looks like Santa Claus's younger brother who, like, has been trying to help out around the workshop because times yeah. are tough. Like, COVID hit everybody, basically. And he's just like, I've seen some shit. I'm so tired. Um, he just looks exhausted. Someone who is here in the scene that is, you know, essentially just a brand new man. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Someone that we have not seen before is I almost called him Matt Flynn because that's an uh, that's a quarterback. No, it is just uh-huh. Flynn, um, and he does actually look kind of fairly remarkably like what if uh, you made um, Bradley? Um, what's his last name? Bradley Whitford, not Cooper, like I originally wrote in my right. notes. Right, right. If you like, if you put him into the forties, like what would he look like? Mm-hmm. Right. And that's exactly it. Like it is because a one to one. Basically there. the same. Right. Correct. Just a little <laughs> bit more hair, or at least rather hair that can I feel like comb smoother. Yeah. I think that's also just the cartoon lines. Anyway, yeah. I'm I'm getting way off topic here. This one's a this one's a jumble. I feel like. Ooh, um, yeah. But we get to the familiar moment of Agent Carter. Wouldn't you be more comfortable in the booth? 
Um, and in this moment, she looks at Rogers and they smile at each other. And she says, no, I think I'd prefer to stay. And then, of course, the Watcher goes, there, that's the moment that created a new universe. Right? And, <laughs> Record scratch. Yeah, you're probably wondering how I got here, right? Um, so when you're probably ask, wondering how this alternate universe got here. Yeah. Well, it all started when this guy accidentally got shot, and then this guy accidentally died, and then I had to get into the thing instead, right? right. Hi, I'm Peggy, I'm Peggy Carter. Carter. And my life is a little weird. Right. Uh, that is pretty much exactly what happens, though, because when asked to leave the room, Margaret Peggy Carter chose to stay. We see the whole sequence, you know, breaking out. But then the interesting thing is that she says, I'd prefer to stay. And so everyone stays, which is the funniest thing to me that like Peggy was the glue for the room that everyone's like, oh, well, I'd like to be around basically the only woman in the room. Well, uh, like it's not Kruger, the nurse that shows up much later. Exactly. Um, Kruger's briefcase, briefcase is down there too. So like, mm-hmm. it's almost like saying, "No, nah, I'll stay down here." Because if you look, like she, like uh, uh, Chris, uh, Chris Angel, is that that's a magician, right? Yeah. Um, she's like, if you look, the obs- the observation booth has disappeared. Ooh, fancy! He's <laughs> like, damn it, one of my twelve lighters. Um, <laughs> So instead, though, we do see a moment of Heinz Kruger uh, pulling out a lighter that, ooh, you know, once again, listen, you've, you've heard of the other scene. You know what's coming. Um, and so uh, this is going to happen. They, they do the whole explanation of what the serum does, what's going to happen um, in order to prevent uncontrolled growth. The subject will be saturated with Vita rays. That's when uh, she notices that something is amiss. She sees the flick of the thing. She jumps forward to try and save the day, but it explodes um, it causes a whole bunch of problems, a lot of chaos. Uh, Heinz Kruger runs forward, shoots and kills Phillips. Uh, and then, uh, Rogers of course has not had the serum. Right. He gets out and somehow runs 10 steps. Yeah. I feel like between the smoke and also the process of getting up that quickly, he already would have been down, but either way he does Kruger get his like, 10 steps. This guy, huh? I'm going to, I'm going to let him get a little, let me see what this guy Huh, good for him. Bang. Hey, wow. Honestly, even without the serum, pretty impressive. Anyway, boom. Shoots the poor little bastard. And then he runs up. Tony Stark, not, God, I did it again. Howard Stark is just like, what the hell is happening? (laughs) But then Heinz Kruger gets the thing. Uh, Peggy shoots him, kills him instantly. Uh, Steve, oh God, you know, eyes on me, focus on me. He's like, ooh, it hurts. It's too much. Oh, the button got pressed. Yeah, exactly. There's this whole thing. Tech and bullets don't mix. We'll lose everything. It has to be now. Agent Carter, what are you doing? Uh, She removes her jacket. She gets in. This is her only chance now. So she gets in. Instead, the pod goes up. The whirring stops. And she steps out. A big, tall, buff wife. And Steve has always loved her in every universe. I feel like someone else has said that. And now he's like, hubba, hubba. Um, And by wife, you mean what so okay there's this weird thing on the internet james yeah yeah. where specifically people will be like oh my big tall wife even though it's not actually their wife right right like this became very popular with the game resident evil 9 i want to say that Uh might not be the right one uh but it's the one where lady okay i'm not gonna i'm not gonna attempt that name i've i've never gotten it right i've i'm i'm bad at it but she is like nine feet tall 
okay. and just like a large woman yeah. um, who also has like nails that will stab you straight through because like sure. they are like three feet long. Uh, right. And yet every person on the internet was like, mm, yes, we are all immediately horny for this woman. Uh, so it became this big thing. In fact, Mim Bim Bam did a whole thing about my big tall wife. I love my big tall wife. Um, and so that is sort of what Steve is kind of doing now with his newer, bigger, taller. Well, she was already kind of taller than him before he went in anyway, but yeah. uh, now she's even taller and buffer. And he's like, Ooh, all right. Hmm. Uh, remember how I talked about not being the guy that people want to step on kind of yeah. digging that now. And so he is quite literally dying on the floor. Right. Yeah. And he goes, Peggy. Wow. And like, he's having a moment with her and quite literally bleeding out. Yeah. And then he's like, I'd call this an absolute success. And that's, yeah. uh, and that's the scene. Yeah. Um, so I hope that that was chaotic enough for you, James. Uh, well, you know, yeah, yep. Uh huh. But that is what happened in episode one. The basically the first thing we see in What If One Hundred One. Oh, yes, James. This is our first TV show since the change, isn't it? It is our first TV so TV show since the change. You are correct on that. So, um, although this is only one scene, next next episode we should we should just really quick discuss like mm-hmm. that. It's going to be two scenes because yeah. one day. Yeah, yeah. All right. So cut that. Cut that. Cut that. Okay. Um, so before we get any further, I just, mm-hmm. the, um, I have two things that I just wanted to just sort of like toss out there. Uh huh. Her shirt isn't any smaller, which I think is funny. She gets in and it's like mm-hmm. fully, it's like a, she's like, has like a camisole, sort of like a, a tank top sort of deal underneath her or whatever. Oh, yeah, you are right about and that. And it's, yeah. it's the same. I think basically she just got biceps, mm-hmm. like, like she got, she got well, taller, but like yeah. not enough taller that. It is weird. I think that that is unfortunately kind of like a Hulk pants situation where if the rest of his clothes should have broken away, let's be honest, the pants also should have gone. But we don't want to see a giant green dong. Well, I mean, some people probably don't. Yeah. Listen, yeah. Uh, Did you know? No. But people, you know, like that's the thing. My big green dong wife. Did I do it right? (laughs) You did, yes. Okay, good. Uh, So. I'm so confused about that. No, you're doing great. Uh, no, but I'm Great. thinking, though, that, like, the pants, right, they have to remain there to cover assets, I think is what we'll call them, sure. right? That assets is the same sets. thing. <laughs> uh, that's the same thing here, right? right? I think the issue is that, like, Steve takes off his shirt because he can't because he's a dude, and we let right. people do that. Right. With Patriot. women, we are like, hey, put those Be things ashamed. away unless exactly. I'm like specifically requesting to see them. But then right. if you I'm trying do, to objectify you. Exactly. Right. right. But right. then if you do, I'll call you a, you know, a, a thing. Right, right. So, you know, that is the issue here. I think the, the big thing here is that it is, I think it's a Hulk situation. Sure. Where that she should have broken through that shirt, but instead they're like, mm, that also took some Vita rays, I guess. Co- comics in the sixties did some, like, especially Reed Richards specifically, did some wild things with like, I've made this uh this costume molecularly unstable so that you can I can stretch out and be Reed Richards or you can flame on or whatever. You're about to say something, Mimi. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm I'm nervous about what you're about to say. I'm saying like in the '60s they they like the, I think they probably would have said the Hulk's pants are scientifically unstable. designed by Reed mm. Richards because whatever. Uh, I see. And like he designed his costume so that he could do his superpowers and. And uh, the things pants don't break, and like 
uh, who, there's someone else. Because the one thing that they do with um, Hulk, basically, is they always say, oh, everything broke but the pants. But then what right. happens is that then when he becomes human again, that's when the pants, because they got stretched Slipped out. Back up. Right, exactly. Because they got stretched out. Now they're too big for him. So now he is just a naked, you know, you know, buck ass naked dude. Um, the other thing, the other thing is, um, so basically when Peggy's like, I'm gonna go get in the the thing, and mm-hmm. Flynn's like, No, misogyny. And oh, she's yeah. like, No, 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 no. Howard's like, Agent Carter. And like he like on on subtitles they call it sucking teeth, but I don't like that yeah, phrase. I, but yeah, he kinda like he kinda like clicks his tongue like yeah. what a badass. And it's I've never noticed it before, but I love it. So I like, do Agent think it's Carter. Fun because like um Like I didn't know you had it in you. Like it's also great because like I you know, obviously this also comes from a an era after we've done Agent Carter, right? Like this TV show, I mean. Sure, um, sure. So like, also, like publishing wise. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So it means that we now also know that we have a reason for like him to be like a fan of her. Well, pre- you know pre- what I mean? presumably they've worked together on this project oh, yes, rebirth for, thing. Yeah, for yeah. for a while, yeah. yeah. But still it's the idea of like, you know, I think that like sometimes part of the connection in the first movie you're like okay this is weird because i've only seen them together twice you know what I mean? yeah but like then once you see them together multiple times you're like okay so they definitely yeah. have a a connection like yeah i get where they're coming from like he clearly is like listen i'm a fan yeah exactly and so now it makes sense because like you know if he did that in the first scene they were ever in together you'd be like if he was like agent carter hey you're like you're just like who are dude what no i don't i've never seen you interact you can't be that familiar right i'm not ready for that but now i am this is like uh it's like the the, you know the 1940s white guy version of the denzel washington my man she's Mm -hmm. like he's like agent carter like (laughs) you go girl my queen victoria McQueen Victoria. <laughs> yeah, good callback. There you go. Um, so those are the only things that I had just, that were just sort of like just bullet points um, mm-hmm. for the thing. I understand why we added Flynn, right? And like didn't have yeah. didn't have um, Phillips. Chester Phillips. Yeah, yeah. but CP? like it would it did suck to see him just immediately get down. I yeah. was like, oh, because I fucking loved him, and also Flynn is insufferable, and I did appreciate that, like. We talked about the misogyny of 1930s. Yeah. And like, I love to see that it's alive and thriving in 1943. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and with a guy who's like an actor that I like really like and appreciate. And then I hear him doing this. And I'm like, ooh, oh, I don't, I don't care for that. People forget that Bradley Whitford plays a great villain. Like, yeah, that's fair. I mean, that is fair. It's just, I always think about him in West Wing. You know what I mean? Sure. But like, think about him in West Wing for a second. He, oh, you're, you're, hey, listen, you're right. He can be a villain in that. Specifically, usually to Donna and listen, does not mean to be sometimes, but yeah. I don't generally cop to being simps or, or whatever for whatever. <laughs> okay. But I would die or kill for Donna for mm-hmm. very little reason. Like, you and get her problem, bagel choice wrong. The problem is, is that she was the same way, but for him. And you're like, yeah. God damn it. Open yeah. your eyes, dog. Anyway, um, well, not not dog. Let's not call her a dog. No, him. I, I oh, I'm oh, saying oh, open oh. your eyes, dog. Like fine, 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 recognize fine, fine. what's it, happening in front got of it, you. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yes, yes, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. No, I would never. Call, I was no, like, I would call her like Colin. A queen. No, no, no. She's a queen. Uh, 
Hey, anyway. if you guys want more information on that, please check out James and I newest podcast, um, Walk and Talk, where oh, okay. we do West Wing uh, recaps, but we only do them when we're walking. Oh, okay, interesting. I thought it was going to be West Wing recaps and also um, one Christopher Walk and Roll per episode. <laughs> walk and talk. Wa- walk and talk. He has to talk be the walking. <laughs> uh, write that down. Um, walk and talking. And talking, walking. Quick, quick, quick! Write that down. We have, let's pitch that to Marvel too. I don't think that they'd be like, we, they're like, we don't have any jurisdiction. And we'll be like, we don't care. Just help us make this one. Can Rishikesh Sherway be in it? He does that other West Wing podcast. No. <laughs> they'd be no. like, we, we again, we don't I mean, have jurisdiction. Yes. It's fine. Listen, you, sure. you can make it work. You can yeah. make it work. Just give us the budget. <laughs> James, you yeah. know me. I'm a big, you know, music fan. I mean, you obviously sure. are as well, right? You've sure. done multiple music projects. Yeah. Um, but. You know, I'm a big music fan, especially like within like scoring and things like that. And there was uh, an interesting fact about the Captain Carter theme that is here in this What If episode uh, that I had not recognized. Uh, But you had brought something really interesting up to me the other day uh, when we were messaging back and forth. Yeah. Uh, And so I want to give you your due for finding this info. Um, IMDb trivia, baby. Right. But I mean, still, you were the one that actually like found the nugget and brought it forward. So I want you to give us that nugget right now. Okay. Uh, let me just, okay, hold and on. And get ready, folks. Get your dips ready, because it's a 20 count, in oh, my opinion. dip. Uh, <laughs> get your dips ready, 20 count? Like McNuggets. Oh, gotcha, 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 it's like, gotcha, gotcha. Like, it's such, a right. big, it's such a big and cool fact that it counts as a 20 count, in my opinion. I like that. I like I'm that. I'm also so, a little hungry, if I'm, if I'm being perfectly <laughs> if I'm being, honest. We had McDonald's for, for dinner tonight. Um, Did you get a Big Mac? I all dude, I almost got a Big Mac, but I but then when I'm in line, I'm thinking about a Big Mac, and I'm like, yeah, but then you squish it down, and that bread really squishes down flat, and it's not as big as you want it to be. So then I got a double mm. quarter pounder with cheese, which is always That's too much good. burger, but I'd rather have too much than not enough. Now I ain't gonna lie to you, the boys done and messed up. They went off on a tangent and just derailed the entire show. Let's get back on track, shall we? tangents um but you know what i also know is that that was all tangents baby uh so james yes yes oh 55 minutes in i'll read the thing oh oh yeah oh my god because this was the nugget that got us on the 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 nugget that got us on the fast food all right so here it is here it is uh it was uh 34 out of 34 people found this interesting Captain Carter's theme was based on inverting the Captain America theme and the, explained it in the parentheses, which says, when Captain America's theme goes up, Captain Carter's goes down and vice versa. I think it's very cool. I think it's very, I think, like, I would never have thought to do that. Right. But I think that's, that's what a cool way to go. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. because it's like, you know, this would be that classic image that they, that like movie posters love to do of like when people make split decisions or whatever put the timeline in the mm-hmm. dead center and then you have that image of like Steve standing with his like like hands down on the uh you where he's like holding the shield in front of him not like up in front of his chest but as if it's like you know how like people hold a skateboard sure yeah like right? resting it on the ground resting but still on the ground it. with yeah, his yeah. hands right mm-hmm. it'd be that image with him looking down right mirrored on the other side with Captain Carter doing the same thing but with her shield yeah. Right. And she'd be like, you know, on the, it'd be the, cause you would take the poster and just flip it to be the yeah. same. Right. And it would be that image. And like, you would have the two themes playing at the same time. Like that's what that 
to me is. Yeah, absolutely. It's like mm, two sides of the same coin. Exactly. In fact, they uh, somehow are the same side of the same coin. Right. But like, it's just different frequencies, baby. So you can only see yeah. one at a time. Hey, Colin, just real yeah. quick. Um, when uh, the teenage son of Howard Stark uh, <laughs> uh, got kicked out of school for uh-huh. uh, skateboarding through the halls, uh, he went off and, and joined the circus and became an acrobat. And uh, then he eventually came back and joined up with the Avengers as Tony Hawkeye. Tony Hawkeye. So that is the Captain Carter theme. And I think that is thank a very, you all very... for joining us on this episode of Terminal <laughs> Scavengers. Um, you can follow See, you us would need on a Twitter. Secret disguise because no one would recognize him. <laughs> Now that's a good joke. That's a deep cut. I feel like, like if you're not someone who follows Tony Hawk online, you have no clue what that joke means. But it is so good. Go follow the man on Twitter. You should. You For should. Sure. If you can find him. Um, <laughs> this guy looks a lot like Tony Hawk's Twitter page. Weird. His verified check should be a blue a question, a question mark. mark. Yeah. Should we should write to Twitter. We should. Just for this one guy. Just for one guy. Yeah. All right. So, Colin. Can uh, how how would you feel about kind of a, a big honking Avengers ensemble? Bring it's like it a, into the sheets station. The the world's biggest businessman from mm-hmm. uh, from the that game show. my briefcase. God, Josh Rubin is so fucking funny. That dude make noise rules. Avengers Ensemble. Uh, we're as you said. What if Peggy Carter were the first Avenger? Uh, mm-hmm. It came out on August eleventh, twenty twenty one. Wow. This one's credited as written by AC Bradley. I think that she got credit for written by for all of them, uh, but teleplay is where we're is where we're uh, seeing the differences and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, today was the first day I realized that uh, that could be uh, Agent Carter Bradley, but um, oh, so. It's I also just think, her at. It's it's not her real name. It's just it's just her like Tumblr name. Yeah, exactly. It's been AC Bradley since 2010. Um, that not, that was her that was her, her nickname uh, when she was when she wrote for Slate was AC. Mm, yeah, that was her yeah. AC Slater. Um, so, uh, but I also remember when we DM'd her and I referred to her as Mix Bradley because uh, she didn't sure. have pronouns in her. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, updates for AC Bradley. Uh, for writing teleplay, uh, she has written the teleplay for episodes three, four, and six of Ms. Marvel. So we are recording oh, this cool. on June 15th, 2022. The day that episode one of the episodes two out. came out. So mm-hmm. next week, next week will be the first AC Bradley episode of Ms. Marvel. By the time you're hearing this episode, it'll be out. Oh yeah. They'll all Hell be out. Yeah. yeah. Um, so those, that's the update. Oh, sorry. Um, People we've already talked about. We've talked about her from uh, the fir- the Thor the what first, if back in yeah. 1975. Um, back in 975 uh, BC. No, 975. No. Um, so what I'm excited to do, if it's been a bit um, since we talked about someone, I'll give an update um, on their career, just a brief little whatever. For instance, uh, this is directed by Brian Andrews, who directed all the what if episodes. Update on him. He's directing the new Marvel Zombies movie. Um, oh, or the, sorry, Marvel Zombies uh, show, show. I believe is a show. Yeah, 
The Watcher is played by Jeffrey Wright. Mm-hmm. Um, update, uh, he is working on Ark, the animated series, and in post-production on hmm. works called Rustin and Asteroid City, two separate works. Huh, okay. Um, I'm going to skip our guy that has new stuff real quick. Uh, Haley Atwell updates. Spoiler. Hey, this is that's actually probably there the, the major spoiler yeah. of this one. Uh, cut it if you want. Post-production on Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. And she is filming Lara Croft Tomb Raider, the TV series. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I love to see her thriving. Oh, this yeah. is so good. And she's also filming Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 2. So mm-hmm. I guess she doesn't die in Dead Reckoning Part 1. I mean, it could be Dead Retconning. That's, I mean, that makes me, that, that tickles me to my very that, core that to good. say Dead Retconning. But it also makes me think of like, you know, they said that all of the Avengers were doing Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then sure. it was just like, Infinity War happens, and then it's like, oh, actually, I guess they're not in Endgame. Ooh, yikes. Oh, and no. And also, there's a new Spider-Man coming out, so I guess we'll figure out how that's going to work. And Black Panther. Yeah, no, yeah. but, well, um, yeah. I think when we talked about Haley Atwell for uh, 1940, uh, when we introduced Haley Atwell as Agent Carter, um, Mm -hmm. we knew about the Mission Impossible movies. We didn't have names for them. That's the that's the big update for that one. Uh, Erskine is is voiced by the Tooch, and uh, by way of update, those of you that listened and enjoyed to Mike's episodes uh, back with the car ride that took forever and the walk that took forever. The Tooch is playing Clive Davis in the Whitney Houston biopic, I Want to Dance with Somebody. So um, mm. I don't know if it got cut. Probably got I cut. I want to dance with the right partner. I want to feel the Tooch with somebody. Mm. Yep. Uh, That's good. I like that. Howard Stark uh, is played by Dominic Cooper, and there are no updates. Oh. No updates in DC. So the last two people we have are Skinny Steve Rogers and uh, Colonel Flynn. So let's do Skinny Steve Rogers. He's okay. played by Josh Keaton. Mm-hmm. Now, let me tell you this. I went through his filmography and just pulling out the geek stuff was too much. Yeah. So he's oh, done a lot sure. of DC superhero girls, DC justice, blah, 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 blah. I cut mm-hmm. all of that because still we're at like just Marvel 14 lines or so just Marvel. So here we go. Yeah. 17 episodes of the 2017 Spider-Man series. Yep. He was in Marvel's Iron Man VR video game as Tony Stark slash Iron Man. Lego oh, Spider-Man vexed by Venom. Mul- Marvel Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 colon the Black right. Order as Scott Lang slash Ant-Man. 13 episodes of Avengers and Avengers Assemble. Uh, Spider-Man 2018 video game. One episode of 2018 Guardians of the Galaxy series. Six sorry. episodes. Sorry. Real quick. The Spider-Man video game, he was Vulture, right? Or no, not, sorry, not Vulture. I'm sorry. Um, Electro. Uh, yes, yes, exactly. Yes, yes correct. Um, one episode of 2018 Great. Guardians of the Galaxy series. Six episodes of the 2017 Ant-Man TV miniseries. Marvel's Avengers Academy video game, Lego Marvel's Avengers, Marvel Heroes, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, Spider-Man Edge of Time, Marvel Superhero Squad colon the Infinity Gauntlet, Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions, Marvel Superhero Squad video game, 26 episodes of The Spectacular Spider-Man, I believe as Spider-Man, Spider-Man Friend or Foe, 2007 Doctor Strange video like a videotape, I think. Uh, oh, Spider-Man oh. 3 video game, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, X-Men Legends 2, Rise of Apocalypse, Spider-Man 2 PSP, 
Spider-Man 2 video game, Spider-Man video game. Holy shit, he was in Newsies. He was in Boy Meets World. He was in Back to the Future, the TV series. He was one of Doc Brown's kids in the Back to the Future animated TV series. He was a dancer in Newsies, and he was in like two episodes of Boy Meets World. Shout out to former guest of the show, Tay. Would you mind if I mentioned uh, two more things that he please, did, actually? Please do. Um, that I also really enjoyed. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to hope. Let me just say real quick. Uh, this will be a fun mini game. Let's see if I cut them. If I wrote them and then cut them. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, one of them was he played the role of Shiro um, in Voltron in that reboot, uh, that. which was yep. really good, actually. Yeah. I really yeah. enjoyed that series. And in 1997, he played young Hercules. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He also reprised that role, I believe, in some video games or, or short believe, animated stuff. Yeah, I believe yeah. in um, Kingdom Hearts and mm-hmm. some other stuff, I think. Yep, yep. For yeah, sure. He's, he's like the second that I saw him being listed uh, on this show, I was like, oh, hell yeah. Because I've definitely played a bunch of video games yeah. with him. Yeah. Uh, sorry, with him in it, not sure. I've played the games with him. Hey, Josh, do um, you want to? Hey, he's like, yeah, I'll come over and play video games with you, Colin. JK. Great. Let's talk about a man that I wrote down as uh, playing Colonel Flynn, Bradley Cooper, and then remembered that it was not Bradley Cooper. <laughs> not Bradley Cooper, yeah. I am Coop. Um, no, that's he's Rocky Raccoon. Cut that. Uh, so Bradley Whitford, uh, he was in 20 episodes of The Handmaid's Tale. Speaking of villain question mark, like he, yeah. that his his role in that in that show was confusing and great. Uh, he was in four episodes of Brooklyn Nine Nine as Jake mm-hmm. Peralta's dad. Yeah, uh, he was in Deadly Godzilla Dead. King of the Monsters. He was in Get Out. Mm. Boy, was he in Get Out! Uh, yeah, he was in Saving Mr. Banks. He was in The Cabin in the Woods. He was in Saving Mr. Banks. He was one of the. Uh, I believe it was no that. I know that B.J. Novak was one of the um, brothers that wrote the songs. Let's see. He was in Saving Mr. Banks. As... Can I? Can I be honest? I truly hated that movie. So I you probably don't like. Just pushed him out of my mind. I, it just. It was. It was too boring to me. Ah. Uh, I also recognize that I think it came out at a time, if I'm not mistaken, like early or rather mid 2000s. Am I right? Uh, it was 2013. Really? Yep. Nine years ago. So yep. I was in my I was in my 20s. I've, mm, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just I think that that was just not for me. I that, and which is okay. Not every movie is made for me. Right. You know what I mean? He was, was just a, like, Ugh. he played Don DeGrady, co-writer of the screenplay for Mary Poppins. He was in The Cabin in the Woods, which, listener, if you haven't seen The Cabin in the Woods and you like horror movies even at all. That's the one with Chris Hemsworth, right? Is Chris Hemsworth in that movie? Yeah, I think it is. I think he is. You know what? He has one of the funniest and tragic Cause he's he he's a he's like a he's like a really cool great feminist boyfriend that turns into a dummy right like a mm-hmm. real jock lunkhead because he goes I'm gonna get us yes. I'm gonna go for safety to f- go for help and then he hits the fucking fence like a bug on a bug yes. zapper and just blows up and di- and it is the f- it's that thing where you're like it's heartbreaking to know that he didn't break free to get them help. Right. And also one of the funniest deaths, I think, in a movie like that, because you're like, what an idiot. And then let's see, Bradley Whitford, 155 episodes of some show. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. 155 episodes of The West Wing. Uh, he was in he was the bad guy in Billy Madison, which is where I first saw him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow, I forgot about that. Business ethics. Um, uh, he was in one episode of The X-Files and he was in RoboCop 3. So, hmm. I'm not sure if I ever saw that one. 
I for sure know that I for sure didn't, but I do think I remember him in the X Files as an insufferable, insufferable nerd. Um, he can play that pretty well he too. Sure can can he? Watch West Wing. So that is my Avengers ensemble. And Colin, uh, mm-hmm. I have nothing else on my end. Do you have anything else on your end, or shall I take us into some social media? I think it's time to take us into some social meds, babe. What if I told you about a show I wanted you to, to listen to? Oh, okay. And the show I want it. you to listen to is called Dazed and Confused 33 and a Third. This is a show from a guy that I've uh, podcasted with before. His name is Jarf. Uh, he's done lots of movie by minutes podcasts like uh, um, uh, Joe versus the Volcano Minute I've done with him. He has put this project together about Dazed and Confused. And instead of it being minute by minute or scene by scene, it's song by song. So Days Confused is a Richard Linklater movie that has a chock full soundtrack. So he can go basically through the movie based on the song. So each episode is about the next song on the soundtrack of the movie. And by doing so, he goes through the movie, but he also talks to his guests about how that song makes them see the movie and also in their own lives what song would they pick for the scene that they've just seen? Like, it's like a double, it's like goes around. It's sort of like a, what if, like, what if you were in this scene, what would the song be? And I've been on there twice and I, I had it. And it's, he asks amazing questions. It's, it's concise. It's always enjoyable as we're recording. Uh, episode four comes out in two days. Uh, so you'll probably, I mean, like he's, he's still doing it. Um, and when this comes out, I will be recording one shortly after this episode airs. Good. It's, I I heartily recommend it. Jarf is an amazing host and it's an amazing concept. And I have not heard a bum episode yet because my episodes haven't come out. Self-deprecation. Just joking. My episodes rule. So that is (laughs) Dazing Abuse 33 and a third. I think it's 33.3 on on Spotify. Um, So that is... Days confused, thirty-three and a third uh, on the Scavengers Network. It's I'm I'm actually stoked every time I hear that tag at the end of the episode because I'm like, yeah, we got we got this one. Speaking of which, uh, just real quick, if you want to contact Scavengers Network, that's at time at that's at Scavengers Net. If you want to contact me, I'm at Unabashed James. Contact Colin. What if people wanted to contact you? What if you want to contact me? Well, hit me up at Parker M. Colin. Just kidding. That's the other version of me. Please hit up at Colin M. Parker. Perfect. Colin, I am so excited to talk about some more Captain Carter with you going forward through this timeline. Me too, but I've got some news for you. Yeah. We do have to go back to Captain America for a moment. That's You know what? That's fine because it lays the groundwork for some more Captain it Carter. sure does so it get sure. hey folks take notes yeah because it's gonna come back up what, what you're about to, to hear the is other gonna come stuff. back up yeah, yeah exactly it's gonna be yeah. on the test if you're just here for Captain Carter all the rest of this is background research uh, as always I am James Anderson and I'm Colin Parker it's awesome <laughs>
Are you a fan of Boy Meets World? Do you enjoy rewatch podcasts? Well, then you should check out The Lost Years, a retrospective fan cast hosted by me, Tay. And me, Sid. It's my favorite show of all time. And I've never seen it. Each week, we're recapping a new episode of Boy Meets World, sharing bits of nostalgia and learning a wholesome lesson. Join us on our rewatch journey, won't you? School's in session every Tuesday, wherever you find your podcasts. What else do you need to know? The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.